0: Hello and welcome my partners in crime. Welcome back to Murder Analyze for Another True Crime Missing Case. Case number 14. Now this case isn't very long at all because there's not much on this case really. But this is a very very sad case, the disappearance of Jordan Ratcliffe. Now Jordan was this young lad, 16 year old lad and he disappeared from Manchester on the 31st of August 2008. As I said, he was 16, you know, he's just 16 years old. Now, um, Jordan, he grew up in Mosden in Manchester. Um, Now, he was described as as being, you know, well known, well liked. He loved his football, as many Manchester people do, you know, Manchester United, FC, and he attended the North Manchester uh, School for Boys. Now, jordan was white he was medium build five foot seven tall with brown eyes and short ginger hair now this boy you know i think his aunt said he loves um he was a great graffiti artist actually to tell you the truth and um i think what she says is um to this day she keeps he would um put graffiti and stuff and done her name on the bin and she keeps it outside her window so she looks at it all the time. But listen, on the 31st of August 2008 around 4.45pm, um, Jordan was dropped off by his Aunt Kimberly Pierce outside the hostel. It's Tibb Street and that's in northern quarter of Manchester City Centre. Now, the reason he was dropped off there was because his grandfather was unwell at the time. So he was only going to go to this hostel for a short time because he was only 16. So it was like to give him a break and I think to give the grandfather a break and then he would have re- returned home. So there was no reason for this lad to run away at all, not at all. So anyway, this day at 4.45pm, his aunt, uh, Kimberly Pierce, instructed um, Uh, Jordan to call her once he'd settled in. So she's dropped him right outside, you know, he's had to walk across and um, he was there. Uh, And once he'd settled in, you give us a call and let us know you're all right and we'll see you in a few hours. He never called. He never called. Now I don't actually know, I don't even think he made it into the hostel at all. From the time of where she dropped him off, the short distance to the hostel, he was gone, this 16-year-old. You know, I wouldn't say streetwise at all. Could have been, but he didn't seem to be. Didn't seem to be. He just gone, disappeared, that was it. Never heard of since. Nothing, really, nothing. Well, hopefully now we've got the reward, hopefully somebody might get in contact with some information to give to the police regards to Jordan, his whereabouts, even if Jordan contacted himself, um, and obviously just, the support that we've had from the police as well, obviously like Julius especially, um, it just shows that obviously there's still people there that are on Jordan's side and obviously there for me as well to support what I'm going through. Mm. And just if you can just quickly tell us how how out of character this was for Jordan to go to go, so. Well obviously for a boy that you've you've had living with your since, a nephew since twenty months old, um for him not to be around it's obviously it's quite strange and it's difficult. Um, Things that you think about as well that could have happened, uh, I was hope, well, hoping that hasn't happened. So, I think then that is really what you would class as the life, the last actually sighting or credible sighting of him was on that day. You know, this 16 year old boy, but he, you know, you know, not even to make it inside this hostel, really, it's, it's um. It was a homeless shelter and stuff because I suppose they thought, you know, you live with the grandfather. I don't really know much about his background. There's not a lot on this boy apart from his disappearance, and that's the most important thing. I want you, as always, to have a look at these posters and stuff like that. See if you recognise anything. If you do, please say something. As I said, someone may have said something to you. Loyalties change, don't they, over the years. If anything has happened to this boy, which it probably has, really um, very early on um, you know if you could let someone you know just to give this family and especially her aunt his aunt a break really because this woman till this day hasn't moved house hasn't done anything she's waited for this boy to come home now at the time of his disappearance he was carrying a backpack and that contained actually one bag of crisps or chips in what you call them like you know walkers or whatever crisps at the time and five pounds in cash Uh, and that was all he had at the time of his disappearance so you know five pounds isn't going to get you anywhere but people have been robbed for less than that really really they have so did something like that incur we don't know you're in an area where there's a lot of homeless people not saying that homeless people are bad right but some are, some are and so you just don't know something could have happened to him in that way. Um, now he was wearing black trainers, black Nike tracksuit bottoms and a grey black jacket that was at the time of his disappearance and that's really all there is from the minute she dropped him off there he was gone that's all we know. So I think he was actually reported as missing because the aunt thought always oh, just not ringing me you know I said see you later is probably you know making some friends and doing what you're doing in these places so he wasn't actually reported missing until the 8th of September 2008 and in 2010 the British Transport Police spotted a young man matching um, his appearance at Waterloo um, who told the officers that he was from Manchester in 2014 police visited Portsmouth following a reported sighting however no information was found with regards to um, him. In 2015, a computer-generated image, and you'll see this, this is the only one I've got, of what he would look like then uh, in 2015. So I don't think we've done an up-to-date one. I think this case has now been, not closed, but it's gone put over to a cold case. Anyway, in 2017, um, Ashton, now that's a canal right where he was sort of dropped off was drained of part of the search for him but nobody was discovered there because a lot of theories are did he just fall in you know bang his head drowned was there you know foul play you know all these sort of scenarios so in 2017 so you can see these police have done everything they can to try and find this boy i know that the public tried everything at the time to um, get the awareness out there and put stuff out there to find this young lad. Unfortunately, there was nothing in the canal that could give this family any answers and there has been nothing else since then. Now these police officers, literally they've done from London. So you've got Manchester, London to seaside towns about 250 miles radius around from this area in search of this lad and there's been nothing and as I said any sightings or what the people have thought may have been him they weren't credible sightings they couldn't be proven up until now nothing uh, you know in what we're in now um, 2021 December nearly in 2022 uh, there's been nothing of this boy at all so please have a look at these um, images I think there is a £20,000 reward I'm sure that's still out there for him for any information that could help trace um what happened to him um, now, listen, there, you, you've had a lot, haven't you, of this missing persons units and we've had a lot of police and sometimes I do slate the police and I don't mean to slate the police in this way. But it's very frustrating when you have certain cases. But in this case, I'm not going to slate the police. I'm actually going to praise the police for what they've done because this missing persons unit has tried so much and has really has not give up hope in finding this boy alive, really. And, you know, it's it's really sad really because they have tried everything and there's just nothing so the case was uh, made left dormant and um, really once there was no other leads coming in and stuff then it has to been then passed to a cold case suite where it will be kept not open but there in case any other information comes out of it now kimberly's uh, auntie has made several emotional appeals to the public for information over the years but finds it difficult now to speak, you know, and it's it, and that I think the last time she'd done that was when he was it was ten year anniversary of his disappearance, and um, it's it's very very sad because you know it it, it really is, and, and you, you're thinking about that was what 2018 when they're now, now carrying on and there's just still been nothing, so as I said, she um, I think what they want to do with Jordan is just keep the case alive. Someone always knows something, you know, always, always. If you have, or any knowledge, I think, in this case, if you saw something and didn't want to say at the time, if you know something and didn't want to say at the time, you know, if you did something and you just want to get it off your chest, please come forward. It is time now for this boy to be found. It really is as I said, people know, but it's whether people want to say or not. And so this is what these campaigns are all about, aren't they? It's to jog people's memory. So you was in Tib Street at that time, or you saw him after that or around that area, talking to someone, anything, please contact missing people. It'd be really, really good if you could do that. And to give this, especially this aunt who has worked and worked and worked for years to years. To find out what's happened to this lad this 16 year old boy justcal it's so sad this case so it's been a quick one but I hopefully it'll be worth it so please if you do nothing else please talk about this case have a look at the photographs have a look at the age progression photograph as I said that was done in 2015 so you may have changed a little bit by now um, I don't believe with Jordan that is probably alive I don't so I think we are looking now for somebody that you know a perpetrator here so it's really important if you say something even if it was an accident you know and you saw something you know something say it please say it so thank you for watching till the next time bye-bye